Hey, it's Sith Council. It's 7 o'clock at night for some people. Some people, it's 10 o'clock at night. Either way, it doesn't matter. Maybe you listen to an audio, and everything I just said was BS. Maybe it's a it's a, it's a different time for you. It's it's twelve p.m. and you're 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 in your you're in your car and you got a ham sandwich. You're driving around with a ham sandwich, listening to us. Steph has no idea why I'm bringing up ham sandwiches, but it doesn't matter. Me and Steph and a broken microphone. That's all you got today. And Boba Fett episode four, chapter four. Sorry, I don't mean to get you upset. All right, listen. Subscribe to this channel. Do it. Show some class, will you? That's what we need you to do. We just need you to show an ounce of class by subscribing to the channel and hit the notification button. It's not hard to do. Maybe it is hard for you to do. I don't know what's going on with you. Maybe it's the thing that you have. Maybe you have a fear of hitting buttons. Well, I'm here to squash those fears because it's all BS. All right, subscribe to this. the big thing. What does that have to do with Sith Council? Nothing but I don't have the graphic for the other one, so you figure it out. That's it. That's all we got today. It's coming in hot. It's Boba Fett. It's chapter three. Get your peanut butter and jelly ready. Here we go. I can feel your anger. It gives you focus. Makes you stronger. What's up, you rats? It's nice to have you all back on the show. Sith Council. It's me. Um, I got, uh, who do I got on the show today? Well, Steph Sabra, I already told you that. Uh, she's going to be on the show, but here's the stupid graphic with the three of us. This whole show is a bunch of lies. How's it going, Steph? You should really think about a career in motivational speaking. Uh, that was something? that. How do you think I get my kids to go to school in the morning? Show some class. Show, that's, I'm going to start doing, that's, that's my thing that I'm going to start doing from now on for people Every intro, I'm going to tell people to show a little bit of class. I'm saying all we're looking I mean, for. Would you? Just an ounce, just 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 an ounce of class. That's all we need for you to do. And look, none of this. That reverse psychology is incredible because I was you. like, "Am I subscribed?" Right. Because I'd like to show some class. You want to show just a little bit? Just maybe. a little bit. And then we start selling T-shirts. <laughs> See, show a little bit of class. That's all yes. you need to do here. Show it. Show an ounce. All right, we're going to try to show a little bit of class here today as we talk about Chapter 3. I don't say episode anymore because someone uh, someone who, whether or not this person's telling the truth or not, I have no idea. But they said they worked on the show and they would rather, and and to to show respect and show a little bit of class, if you will, to the, to the people involved to call it Chapter and not Episode because they bill it as such. And I said, okay, you asked, that's yeah. fine. And you weren't, but you, he, wasn't, he wasn't a douche about it. He was very nice. So your camera looks clear today. Look at that. Oh, nice. It's the lighting. I got maybe. some new lighting. Yeah. yeah that's what it is. I think We're that's making it. upgrades. And like what you're doing here. Thank um, you. Okay. We got this episode. We got chapter three. Vast improvement from last week. Do you agree or disagree? Oh my God. Well, aren't we on chapter four? That's what I meant. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Yes. This is exactly what I've been waiting for in this show. It like, it, and we talked about so many of these things. We're like, we need more motivation from yeah. Boba. I need more Fennec and I need that table scene from the trailer. We got all, and we got it. And we got, I mean, we got Mandalorian music. We got everything. Yeah. So, um, there's, there's a few things. And, and I mentioned, so this morning, so for those people who are just brand new and, and joining, um, for the first time on Sith Council. And I will make this announcement, which um, I'm pretty excited about. Sith Council, we moved it to Wednesday nights 
because Boba Fett was coming out and we were like, okay, well, initially we're going to put it in the morning, but then I started doing these spoiler heavy reviews. So Marvel shows are going to become Moon Knight's coming out and we'll be doing Moon Knight reviews on Wednesday. So instead of moving Sith Council again, we're just going to leave Sith Council at 7 p.m. Seems people uh, seem to be digging it at this time. Gives people time to listen to it on Apple or Spotify the next day. So we're just going to leave even even when Moon Knight's out and all these other shows are out, Sith Council will continue to be on at 7 p.m. PST for um for everybody so that's that's a little thing but as i mentioned on this show this morning though steph with as i was going through the spoilers um mm-hmm. i liked see last last week's episode chapter three i think i was like 60 40 on stuff i liked maybe for maybe even even close to 50 50 right and stuff i liked that to, to what i didn't this one i'm about like 85 15 of what i liked to what i didn't yeah um, the stuff that i didn't like to get into was the same problem that every episode has had so far and it's this modern out of place look the doctor in this episode yeah. the uh, not again keep the actors keep the dialogue keep it all get rid of the dialogue i mean excuse me get rid of the the look the aesthetic of it just seems off it seems fifth element it seems like it's in a different place like when he shows up and you got the weird guy who just probably is a friend of the director. They stuck a staple on his head and he's looking out the side and, he, and then, you know, then you show another weirdo. And it's basically just to say, hey, look, remember the modifications? They already existed. It's like, yeah, it doesn't change the fact they look like they belong on a different planet. That it looks weird. I know. It really does take me out of it because <clears throat> it's bright. Like everything was so bright and everything yeah. on Tatooine is so like sand Dank. color. Yeah, yeah. 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 It does take me out, but it was a short scene that was so small. It was short. The only reason I was like, oh, no, here we go again is because we had just gotten out of this whole thing like last week. Easily the most divisive um, episode thus far in, in, in anything Star Wars since maybe The Last Jedi was this was this episode was was that uh, episode three. People were really split on it. People were were, were going to bail on the show, all this stuff. And I and I was like, nah, I don't know about that because it just we definitely need answers and we need to step it up. And I think this episode did exactly that. Um, there's you've I after watching this episode, there's a lot, though, that you have to understand, even though they call it out inside the episode itself. And it's you've got to understand that Boba Fett is not this badass kind of take no prisoners guy although he does it once or twice in this episode but fennec even says living with the tuscan raiders has made you soft how many people have said that in the comment section you know yeah no i i i know but i actually what i liked about this episode though is because in the other episodes i think that they spent a little longer than they needed to on the storyline but once Mm. we got to this episode it makes sense the direction they're going in especially with boba fett i do like a little grittier of a boba but i think that what he learned from the tuscan raiders is actually sick like i i thought the way that he described like importance of community and like having a tribe like you're stronger together i think that can really be you can still be like down and dirty like ready to just kill people but with a tribe yeah he he does and and you see that it's just there's there are a few things that they do sometimes in the character choices that i don't think are necessary right like for Mm -hmm. for example i think that the idea of him wanting a tribe and his motivation i still don't understand why he wants to go after bib they they say they say like the double that he back stabbed them or double crossed when they don't really explain that they don't explain like how i don't know maybe maybe i missed it but they don't really what because he kept his ship it's like he he thought he was he thought thought you were dead so of course he's gonna keep keep your ship so I, i didn't understand that as far as why i do get the motivation the fact that he's sick of working for these people he wants to take it over, and that's why he wants to do it. 
Okay. Um, but like when he's walking in, it it just seems like is a common trend what continues to happen. And I've accepted it at this moment. You have to understand, you have to accept this. Boba goes and does something, either messes it up, doesn't get it all the way done, and then Fennec saves him. Because that's what that's what has happened in every single scene. Whether it's like he's he, from the silly thing to he's chasing that silly little droid around, which finally shows up after being in animation for so long, shows up, and then Fennec stands in front of it. Then he's able to catch it instead of chasing him around like a buffoon the whole time. Oh, he's, the left droid! I love yeah, that thing. He's, yeah, yeah. He's slamming the the ship into the wall, but then Fennec is able to 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 get him out. He's he's about he's he stupidly goes very close to the Sarlacc pit after seeing what has happened with the Sarlacc in the past, and Fennec gets him out. Like Fennec, he owes every like Fennec should be should should not get a percentage. She should get the majority. Yeah, it should be like a split partnership. Do you think, though, that and this doesn't mean I agree with it, but that's to display like how he said I'm more persuasive with my suit to show like the difference between when Boba has a suit and when Boba doesn't. I mean, I, I understand the idea of what basically when she says, how can we just don't ask? I'm not it's it's not as because we doesn't have best car on and it's, it's easier to fight, but it doesn't change his. His demeanor is a little goofy. Decision making. Yeah, well, sometimes, yeah, he's goofy. Some of the things that he does and even. And I said that he has a WWE catchphrase at this point where he grabs somebody. He, even the droid doesn't give a crap. He says to him, he goes, do you know who I am? I am Boba Fett. He says that to everybody. And then was like, who cares? Um, but, I do. Now, I say that. <laughs> I say that with this is the best episode thus far, hands mm. down, because the stuff that he he saves Fennec, we go back. Well, and to what I thought was really great was I thought and someone said to me it wasn't the case, but I thought that light that he saw. And then we hear the Mandalorian's theme. Yeah. Um, I thought that was Din's ship taken off. And that's where he, or maybe maybe it wasn't. Maybe it was a flare or something. I don't know. Either way, he finds Fennec. He saves her, brings her to the doctor. Doctor fixes her all up. And then it really starts to kick in. The episode starts to kick in because like you said in the beginning, it gets the conversation of why does he want to do it? Why is she going to get involved? The fact that she got a life debt. Not a life debt, just a debt after being saved here. And the and then the the whole planning out of getting that ship back and the little orbs that they use, the droids that they like it, it was just a lot of fun. It was like kind of classic Star Wars for me. Yeah, definitely. I just think Fennec Shan's character, it just gets cooler and cooler because yeah. you even ask the question, you're like, what is the debt that she like? How did it go down for her to be so loyal to him? Right. But then the more that you get to know her, like the lack, the way she stays so neutral and her like lack of really showing where she stands, like she sometimes will smirk, sometimes will be like showing aggression, but like really is just the chillest character other than Boba. And so I still don't know. I'm like, are you really? She expressed her want for autonomy and like not to be controlled by people. So maybe this is her out. But right. at the same time, is she still being kind of controlled by someone if it's Boba? Like, do you think she's gonna stay? with with the gang i still like the idea i i'm i'm a i'm not as convinced as i was i don't know if i was ever convinced but i i i still like the idea that she turns on him at the very end and takes over i don't think disney would ever do it um i will tell you this as much as i am enjoying the show now i'm not I, and i i do enjoy the show i think there's a lot of flaws that it has but it's a star wars show we get to watch star wars until obi-wan comes out or Andrew. you still get to watch a show i will yeah. say i feel similar though with bad batch where I didn't really necessarily care for getting season two. I 
I feel the same. I think we can. I think we can wrap up everything that we need to do in one season of Boba Fett. I don't think we need a second season. I know people will disagree with me, but this episode to me starting to get to a good place. We get the ship back. Slave One. They get it. They they get they they're able to get the ship. Um, they're, they they hunt it down. They have this great scene with the two droids, and I love like Fennec showing that of how badass she is. Where she first uses, and I said this earlier, we can all agree from when Boba was in charge and not in charge, the security at the palace sucks. Sucks. It is like you can just use acid and and break the bars and get in. It's like anybody can get in, but they the two chefs and they brought back the droid that you're a feisty little one, <laughs> and they they bring those droids back. They're chasing the little the little droid around. It's a really fun scene. They steal it the ship, is. then they get the hell out of there. Um, but they ha- and then you know it's like okay, if I paid my debt to you, but I want to stick around. And he's like, all right, yeah, you can. I was gonna let you go, but if you want to stick around, you can. He's like, but I got to do a couple things. And this is when the show got great for me. This episode got great for me. Was here's the biker gang, and Fennec already said what we all already kind of assumed. Yes, she goes, you know, the bikers didn't kill them the, the, no. the bikers killed the tuscan doesn't seem likely and bob was like yeah but i still kind of need revenge and he comes in and i'm thinking okay they're gonna knock them off and and you know because this is the boba that we've seen so far he's gonna go down hurt anybody and he's gonna he's gonna basically talk to all of them no he just mows them all down yeah one conversation with them doesn't ask about setup or anything just murders them all it was this was the sickest scene i was like yes boba this is what we've been waiting for yeah just less talk more action right i i will say that uh yeah i was really looking forward to that because they didn't really need to talk we've at least from the motivations we've seen of the biker gang they're they're not a good group of people and they have something to do with it yeah, even even if they were set up and even if they were hired by the the Pikes, it's just like, yeah, they did enough that we they they messed with Luke's friends. Yeah, okay. Does anybody really care that he just murdered them? Not really. Yeah, they had uh, to show that that that's still in Boba. Yeah, and he just and he he just fired fired him down. And then he does great scene, but stupid. He goes, I gotta go and I gotta get my armor. Now, I'm giving him a pass on the idea that he didn't remember that the that the armor wasn't in there because he was his brain was mush from from being hit for so long probably just forgot that he was out in the first place how he got out doesn't remember it so i i don't mind that he thinks that the stuff's still in there what's stupid is why in the world if you saw what this thing could do why would you fly that close why would you think that it was dead because the second they're going so close i'm like the little shop of horrors thing is going to come out and it does and and then that the scene Venus when, fly trap. Yes, but when when Fennec drops the the sonic charger into its mouth and and kills the Sarlacc finally, you're like, all right, Boba finally got some kind of revenge on this thing. Um, and I thought that was a fantastic scene. Yeah, that was really well done. It was like a shock. Yeah, like the way it, it, lo- it, it was. was the, really well, that was that one. It was it was that scene from Attack. It's that it's that classic charger from uh, Attack of the Clones. Like oh when, yeah yeah yeah. When when Obi Wan is is chasing after Jango and Boba and and they and that's one of my favorite sound scenes of all time. It's like it's and just wipes people out. Speaking of Boba, by the way, young Boba, um, I didn't realize this, although I kind of figured it out. Do you know we, you and I have been waiting tirelessly for when they were going to use the deep fake guy? They've already used him. What on the young Boba? They've used that. So there's oh, it looks 
Yeah, so I'm gonna I'll go. I'm gonna try to put this picture on. I thought so. that was um unused footage. No, look, check it out. So it's the, it is, the clone. I, yeah, I mean, here, here's a picture. I'm gonna I'll I'll play it for I'll show you guys. So this is the actor that they hired for young Boba Fett, and then I guess they put Dan, young Daniel Logan's face on him. Um hold on, give me a second, I'll bring it up for those for the audio listeners, you just gotta check it out later. Um yeah. where the hell I are they was um sad to know though i'm sad and happy because obviously boba had his last tank healing session i was like oh my god this man oh my god yeah. so that's that's the kid that they got wow yeah. he looks exactly like him yeah and then they put they put daniel logan's face on it in the window so there you go such um, good casting yes but you're right steph so it was funny i said it earlier this morning the robot comes in or the droid comes in after boba wakes up from his flashback and says Hey, audience, just let everybody know uh, Boba's healed, a.k.a. no more flashbacks. I know. Yeah, yeah. There's going to be no more flashbacks, but here you go. One last body shot of this um, amazingly ageless man. <laughs> yeah, well, that, that, whole, that whole thing in the way that that played, right? So he they get the Sarlacc pit. They, they he talk, It brings back why he wants to do what he's going to do. Ben is going to come with him. Um, and then they make their move and you hear obviously the, uh, and you hear, you hear, sorry, when it, when it, when he comes in and then they go back to that scene when he takes out a uh, bit Fortuna and then we get back to reality once again. But I will say that I, I thought Snuffleupagus was great. The, uh, the Bantha, <laughs> um, it was nice that you see this, you see this relationship that Boba has with animals, right? It's, it's yeah. pointed out cool. to. Someone pointed out to Tony Soprano back there, like that. It, it's kind of Tony's thing with animals that he's got, and Boba's got this thing with animals, and and obviously, um, the 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 questions that everybody had, it was there, and it continues on into the present. So he gets out, and then Fennec goes, "All right, listen, we gotta we gotta do some stuff. We gotta, you know, you're." You're out. You're completely healed. Congratulations! But we now we got to start make some. We got to make some moves. So what's what's the play? What are we doing? So he heads on over to the the new canteen, the cantina, and this was the so this is the difference from like what I mentioned earlier. When you go into and I'm calling Jennifer Beals, who looks phenomenal, so um, good. But I've been calling oh it, I've been calling it the flash dance. You know, when you go to the when you go to the flash dance, the thing is when you go to this cantina that she's got that she's running, um. Even though it's got a, like an uptick kind of feel to it, it's got a prequel feel. It's got it feels Star Warsy, right? It's like there's there's costumes, there's aliens, but it feels like that's the difference of like the Fifth Element feel. I mean, because oh, yeah. people, like people are like, oh, things can look new. Everything in that cantina looks new, and Max Rebo's playing, and I feel like everything in there. I'm like, I this this is familiar. This this is the type of stuff I don't mind it looking a little clean because it looks yeah, clean. it looks like the same. Like it's an upgrade, but like as Upscale. time would upgrade it, yeah. yeah this to not me just is like a different, theme. different movie, different yeah. like like a different show. Like the, like that's the difference. Everyone's like, oh, they, they they when they were talking about those bikes, people were like, well, they're clean, they're new bikes. They stole the new bikes. I mean, but it's not a matter of them being clean and new. It's a matter of them looking like they're just not from the same thing. They're just not from the same thing. Like where same you, world, yeah, yeah. When you when you walk into when you walk into that cantina, the Jennifer Beals cantina. It's clean. It's nice. It's upscale, and like them, that's to me that's upscale Tatooine, right? It's not as as grimy as Mos Espa, and it's not it's 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 not it's not the it's 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 not that uh, the cantina that Luke walks into. It's a very I mean, 
how many different bars have you been to in your life? There's a, there's a, there's, you've gone to the little dive bars and then you've gone to the, the upscale bars and that's what it is. It's an upscale bar. And speaking of going to bars, how many times you've been at a bar and looked over at a dude who's sitting there that is just, that dude is just looking for trouble. And that's yeah. what the Wookiee was doing. BK. The Wookiee was just sitting there pissed he is off. Not nice. He is just mad at his decisions in life. And he is just sitting there drinking, bummed, just watching people have a good time. And he just causes havoc. And the motivation for this, as writers and audience, what made a lot of sense to me was, okay, we just saw him run away for some reason in the last one. He was a, he got he got bested by Boba, and they didn't offer him a job there. So I actually, even though you and I talked about it last week, where we're like, oh, he should have offered him a job. I'm glad he didn't, because if he would have offered a job after he basically got thrown into a pit, got a dart stuck into his hand, and then was basically given to Boba, would have taken that power off of him. But offering him a job right after he ripped the arms of some dude in a cantina, I was like, all right, you got me. How that's true. And how long was it? I'm a little confused on the time jumping mm -hmm. from when he let BK go to this. Not too because much. Though. Not too much. No, why 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 do you think there's been a lot of time? I just don't know. Like if like if Boba's playing like this mastermind game, like he knew all along he would let him go to show him that he's not and then like and then come back and offer him the job like yeah, kind of like a tony soprano move i think he was walking into that place to do some business or whatever it was and he sees him there maybe maybe he was looking for him maybe he knew that he maybe he knew that he was there and he wanted to talk to him for sure um because i didn't what i liked about it was i didn't know what the motivation was when he goes back into that canteen i was like okay he's gonna have a scene with jennifer beals and then love the whole scene when he's beating the piss out of all of them this dummy hits him with water or whatever he hits him with and then bk's got him he's holding him up and then jennifer beals gives him this whole speech about being a gladiator those times are past let it go i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna wipe out your entire tab and i was like okay she, he's gonna put him down and then boba and him will talk or jennifer beals and him will talk and he'll walk off and he rips the dude's arm off and, it, and then when that happened i said okay because he walks out the door and boba sees him and i was like okay well what's the business with jennifer beals has nothing to do with Jennifer Beals. It's it's trying to do exactly what he does and what we wanted to do, and that's recruit the Wookiee. And he does. He say he goes, "Hey, you want you want a gig?" And he gives him the gig. I thought it 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 satisfied anybody who was pissed off that they just let him run away like an imbecile in the last one. Um, I think it worked. It was like I said, once we got past the the the, the mechanic mechanical doctor and all that stuff, uh, I thought it started to really pick up. Yeah, I. Beal, Jennifer, Jennifer Beale's character. Yeah. Uh, she's my favorite, like outsider who's come into Star Wars. I feel like, uh, like actress that you know, like yeah. the, the yeah. Bill Burr type, where you're like, you got brought in as this Amy Sedaris. Like out of all of those people, right. she's the most like. She, I just love her character. Right. Yeah, she's great. I love the. I love the way that she carries things. And I love the moment between her and Bobo and Boba's like, Hey, he gave it a shot. She's like, yeah, I didn't really think it was going to work, but <laughs> I gave it a shot. Like you could tell even with that, that one gesture that she, that gesture that she made, she had no, no idea. And she, she knew it wasn't going to work, but no. she gave it a shot. I and can't believe he did. I thought he was going to have like a character moment where he's like, okay, maybe I need a change. And he's like, nah, fam, I'm ripping this arm off. No, nope. he's like that's who I am, and he, and then now that he's working with Boba, oh, it works. He's, you're not like I don't want to see him. I don't want to see them turn him into 
like you know oh he's got feelings now no this this guy this he's he is a mercenary he's there for the gig he is there to you know wreck havoc and when he shows up now they have that whole scene that we're looking for that we've been waiting for all the families and by the way also explaining when you go back into that flashback and they're going through Jabba's palace and you basically see all of these guards and we're all of these people and it's explained like they're just they've divided off they've taken off and they're all sitting at the family and they so there's nobody there and Bobin says i need to recruit more soldiers i need to get more muscle because they're he's like i don't have any intention of splitting up your families and bringing you back into the fold it's not what i'm here to do but i want you to join me and like why don't we kill you right now the rancor is ready to eat them all so they stop they start me- stop messing with them and i wasn't sure how i felt about the deal at first where he's just like okay i'm gonna make you a deal uh, and i'm gonna let you keep all your territories and everything. But when the Pike syndicate comes to you and they will, you gotta not turn on me. And I, at first I'm like, I don't know that's, is that the deal you want to make? But then I thought about it. That's consistent to the way they've been playing the character. He's, he's basically going to tell you, look, I just need you to do this for me. I'll make this all work. I'll you're right. They're coming after me. I'll fight my battle, but stay out of it. And then she says, can you trust them? I can trust them to, to look out for themselves. Yeah. I think it was a fa- like it was smart. He said to just remain neutral. Yeah. Which I think is a fair ask because they're not going to be like buddy buddies, but that makes sense because he doesn't even know who he's really going after. Like he wants to go after the Pike Syndicate, but we don't even know if they're the ones really in charge. If it's just them or if there's like Crimson Dawn. I know get people Crimson are Dawn about. involved. You gotta get Crimson yeah. Dawn involved. Because imagine if Crimson Dawn is in now being run by like kind of a weather yeah like a weathered kira and because malls malls toast at this point so yeah. she probably she probably took over and if she took over like how kind of beaten down and and by life is she at this point you know so to see that that would be great to how how that plays in because right now the pikes aren't scary enough for me to say why does boba need all this muscle he's got a wookie he's got a rancor He's got like what what do they have? I mean, numbers? I yeah, mean, and they're preparing for war. Yeah, because yeah. Pike Syndicate always, anytime we've even seen them in any Star Wars property, they're just about business. Right. They don't really have like some huge like criminal murderous scheme running. They just want money and right. to run their spice. Well, that's that's the thing, is that they but but the question is, as you said earlier, who are they working for? You know what I mean? Like, who are they working mm-hmm. for? Oh, that's not you. You're not Katie Sackhoff. Um, so I can't find I can't find the actual graphic itself. We don't need it, stuff. We don't need it. Yeah. We don't need a graphic today. Um, so either way, like, who are they working for, if anybody? Because they need you. Got to feel like there's a threat because when the Tuscans and Boba fought a lot of them on the train, they whooped them for the most yeah. part. They yeah. Yeah. So there's like there's so who's why 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 are they the threat like the huts to me were more of a threat because they're the huts but if they set up they got to show something in the next episode like pikes have to be featured a little bit more and i think that that's the beauty now of not doing flashbacks anymore. Past, yeah. yeah because now you have enough time and mo- majority of these episodes i think that i don't know if it's a theme or not but 
the first episode was like 35 or 36 minutes. The second one was like 45 minutes. The third one was in the 30s. And then this one was in the 40s. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if they're going to jump back and forth inside of that time range or it's just there's no really no rhyme or reason to it whatsoever. But if yeah. they do like a 45 minute episode in a in like current, it gives you time to set up the pikes. It gives you time to set up like why you should be scared. And it should also Boba should suffer a loss. Like he doesn't suffer a loss yet. But Boba's whole life has been a loss. Christian. True. I mean, yeah, it's true. But I mean, this, but this, but this story though, in every episode yeah. that we're watching and we're invested in, like Din had losses, you know, like, like when you're watching, uh, any show, whether it's WandaVision, Wanda had losses. Like the characters always have a loss inside of it to make you go, oh man, like that was that was a that was a tough one. Like when I'm as I mentioned to you, Arcane. Like there yeah. are there are um I don't know if I mentioned it if we were on the air when I brought it up or not, but I was telling Steph she needs to watch Arcane. Um and the characters suffer a lot of loss inside of that show. And and I think that needs to happen, especially for the final battle, because we're in episode four. And now we're getting, we only have three episodes left. Um, so five, more six, than the Tuscans. You mean the loss wise? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he, he suffered that loss, but that was again in the past, you know, even though we saw it. And I think that that will be a, that's, that's a thing that for sure. I mean, I'm talking about since he took over, like it has, cause that the Tuscans fit into your point of in his life, that's all he suffers is losses, right? That's, that's part yeah. of it. But from what we've seen inside of the present side of things, since he took over, it's been pretty easy for him. You know, yeah, great. He doesn't have a lot of people working for him and people kind of want to turn on him. But he 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 needs he needs to get some helpers. He hires the, the Power Rangers. He needs he needs some people to to work his muscle inside the castle. He, he gets the pigs. And now he needs and now he needs some uh, some more muscle. He hires a Wookiee. And now they have some cash and they're going to go get it seems like the Mandalorian, right? Is that, is that, is that yeah. what, that's what they're teasing with by playing that music. Yeah. That's what I think is going to happen. Um, is that they'll show up because any new characters they introduce, they'll have to do it. I think by next episode, but speaking of the power Rangers, we didn't get any of them this episode, right? No, I think that was a smart move though. Yeah. I think that was a smart move. I don't know. It probably wasn't intentional, but it was probably a smart move not to put them in, because they didn't play well to everybody and as as i mentioned to you last week i in in the same with this episode had no issues with any performances at all with or, or casting no mind you. uh in yeah any, everyone yeah but it's just it's it's look feel and tone that feels off and that's what that was the big if you go to whether it was the episode of sith council last week or the solo review i did every other comment was about the bikes and the power rangers and that people were doing videos off of like it was pretty much like biff from the back to the future gang kind of going through and and all that so i think it was a good move not putting them in because you focus this is all about fennec and and boba and their relationship and why she wants a part of it because in her heart of hearts she kind of wants out of the business too and she had an opportunity and she's she's an opportunist she saw she saw what what was what was there and what was being offered that hadn't been offered from previous bosses and she took it and i think it was a yeah. smart smart deal 
Yeah, I think that's why we all like bounty yeah. hunters because bounty hunters have like very specific and unique motivations. And right. it's like driven by a lot of survival. Like they just all want to survive at the end of the day. And I think they that wasn't their first choice to be a bounty hunter. But now they, they don't have like relations with anyone. So it's like they can really make decisions that best benefits them or their pockets. So that's why Fennec really confuses me. But... I don't know where she's going to end up, but it's just, I don't know. I just, I hope that they keep going with the grittier side of Fennec and Boba because I yeah. think that's when they're at their best. I think you can still tie in Boba's new lessons of community and like having a tribe with, but still being ruthless or else yeah. you take away the bounty hunter side of Boba. Well, just Boba has, and Boba's trying to shed that anyway, right? Boba, yeah, that's true. Boba's motivation for the pikes is that he's had beef with the pikes for a while they've they've set that up through flashback that and now they're they're targeting him and targeting his his new stay on on what what he has on tattooing so i i understand the battle with the pikes i get it like i said i just think that the pikes need to be a little bit more threatening and they can get there there's no doubt about that for sure and especially the wookie the wookie though would you the, the wookie's got issues doesn't he Oh my gosh, the Wookiee needs therapy. Yeah. No, the Wookiee needs, needs headspace. Yeah. That's what the Wookiee needs. The Wookiee needs headspace, Steph. And that's exactly why I'm going to tell both the Wookiee and I'm going to tell you all about headspace. How are you guys feeling today? Seriously, how are you feeling? Think about it. Take a minute if you have to. Whether you're feeling, are you hyper? Are you tired? Or are you annoyed? Or just, eh. It's time to connect with your feelings. You got to start with your mental health journey and you use headspace. A lot of times when people ask you how you are, what do you say? I'm fine. You don't mean that. Fine's not really an emotion, is it? You know what George Carlin always used to say? Hair is fine. But how many times have you told yourself you're fine when honestly you're just mad or you're sad or it's just nerves? Headspace is scientifically proven to help you manage your feelings and your mental health. In fact, a recent study proved in two weeks that Headspace can reduce your stress by 14%. Whether you want to re re relieve stress and anxiety or sleep better or improve your focus, Headspace, it's your everyday dose of mindfulness for real life. So here's the thing. I've struggled with, with, with things in, in the past. I've talked about it openly on this show and I carried around some anger for a while. Get rid of that. And, and it's helped. You can overcome it. You can use Headspace and mindfulness and other things. That you really, uh, you really can do. And I've struggled with it. I've been struggling with stress and calming anxiety, falling asleep, but finding headspace. Very excited to to continue to connect with my feelings to improve my mental health. That's why I think I love this show as much as I do too. So, give it a try. Go check one of the routines. Link is in the description. You're gonna feel better. I want to know about you guys. However you're feeling, try Headspace at headspace.com slash Sith and get one month free of their entire mindfulness library. This is the best Headspace offer available. You got to go to headspace.com slash Sith today. One more time, headspace.com slash Sith. Do it. All righty. Like these new glasses, Steph? Yeah, I do. All right. I had those clear ones that I had for a while, and then I don't know what I did with them. I like them a lot. I these, need new glosses. These are terrible. Really... These are terrible. They're not terrible. Yeah, they're not great. The, I, like, I like these, though. I like these a lot. Uh, I like those. Look, you, you're hip. Very hip. Work at your local coffee shop. Oh, yeah, you do. Absolutely. 
It's so funny. I just did a an, an interview with um. There's some people who just can make anything look good, right? I just had uh, Jessica Chobot on, on mm. the big thing. First of all, she looks exactly like uh, Linda Carter. I mean, like identical. But then you put on, then she had on these glasses, and I was like, oh my god, I felt like I was talking to Linda Carter. I didn't bring that up. Though. I was going to. <laughs> um, she's that. So a lot of fascinating guests. A lot of things coming up on big thing. Um, what was the other? So who talked about? Somebody wanted to come on this show. Really fun guest as far as Sith Council goes. I can't mm. remember. Somebody wanted to talk about Star Wars. Anyway, um, okay, let's keep on going. So we think they said we want to hire muscle and we want to get people in to help. Now at that point, they played they played Din's music, so you would assume that's who they're talking about as far as bringing in the Mandalorian, helping uh, helping them out. Now. He's by himself at this point. You would assume by the time that this all takes place, this is after that he's. This is after they've all helped out with after Luke has taken Grogu. So, um, you know, Din Din is around. But the question is, though, I we assumed he was going to go to Mandalore. That's where we assumed he was going to yeah. go because he he's got he's the, he, he's the he's. But the other side of it is, he's running with a pack now. So the question is, 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 is he going to be running with Bo-Katan and, and, and the rest of them? Or does he just come in, do a little cameo, or do they not get him? And I also said we kept talking about Cad Bane. I think Cad Bane could work with Boba. Yeah, I do think that there's definitely, and there always has been this tone, but they, for the first time, I feel like in this episode, they were kind of digging into the um, bounty hunter culture and how they've been taken advantage of and like yeah. how they want to take the power back. So if that's the case, and I definitely think that there could be a new plot created where they're just like speaking to the appeal of these bounty hunters, including Cad Bane and being like, look, they've been running the show. Why don't we do it? Yeah. Let's join forces or well, kill each other. Well, that's what, because Fennec has that has, well, so you know what someone brought up, which I know you're going to be all on board with. Is someone said that uh, she she would know where to find Omega and bring Omega? And, oh yeah, uh, but because that's Boba's sister. So um, yes, I, I just don't think it happens because yeah. because we don't. Because season two is coming out and it just reveals too much if you have it because it's it's the same thing. Another reason why I didn't love the the the, the Fennec scene when they were fixing her up is because it's too long that scene. And that's like because the thing is, if if she was under if we didn't know if she was going to make it or not, or if we didn't know if she was in peril, if we thought she was in peril, if we thought all this stuff. But we know she makes it. We yeah. know she's fine. And why why are we spending? We know what happens to her. We've seen it before. Why are we spending like three or four minutes eating up time of the guy with the thing and showing the whole the, the one shot I really enjoyed was when you saw the the, the blood kind of going in and, and it starts to rework. I just thought that could have been cut down a little bit, but um, uh, but yeah. it just goes back to that point. When you know certain things, you know the fate of characters anyway. That it's 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 less there's less stakes. So the same thing with Omega. If you know she's coming back for season two, if if she's back on season two and you're watching it, and you know, and she shows up in Boba Fett, you're like, well, we know she survives and everything's fine because she winds up showing up in uh, in Boba. Yeah, yeah, I think that they. <sighs> I hate that you just told me that because I, I 
I don't Smart. think that they have enough time for that or yeah. any, I think they have enough time for a few more characters. I think Cad Bane could be introduced. I think um, Din Djarin can be introduced. Yeah. I think an entire Omega storyline can't because they would have to go get her somewhere, which would take a long time. And that seems like it could be cool if that, if they do book of Boba to part two and, or season two, and then they do a connection between um, like they finish Bad Batch season two and start it, um, start Boba season two with the introduction. So Bad Batch season two, I just, I'm looking at Star Wars news uh -huh. and there's a report that Star Wars Insider has revealed that the next season of the Bad Batch will arrive earlier than some people have thought. Though no set month has been given for the second season, it's going to arrive at some point this spring. So spring is anywhere between March and May. That makes me nervous. Makes me nervous, and I'll tell you why, why in a second. I'll tell you okay. why in a second. In terms of general release calendar, so that could either line up with the first anniversary of the show's premiere, which is May 4th, or it could even arrive even earlier. Check out the screen cap. Um, say. We heard a rumor a while ago that there's a chance that Lucasfilm might split the sophomore outing of the Bad Batch into two parts for the sake of the release schedule, given that many assume, and this is what I was concerned about, Steph, given that many assume that Obi-Wan Kenobi, which also does not have a public release date, will arrive in some time for Disney Day on May 4th. It may be fair to speculate that the Lucasfilm animation will release an initial set of episodes in the weeks before the highly anticipated live action series. Okay. I feel a little better before resuming with the adventures of clone force 99 after that series is finished. But unlike the concrete release window for that series, there's nothing more than a rumor. So we'll have to wait and see. Um, yeah, what I was worried about is I, what I don't, uh, we've talked about it on the show, bad batch. It's one of those shows. It's 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 like okay. There's a Star Wars thing to watch while we're waiting for the other stuff. Of course, I'm going to watch it. I'm going to. I'm just. I'm not a diehard bad bad batch fan like a lot of people are. Right. The people. There are some people who just swear by it, love it, can't wait to watch the next episode. To me, it was like that's okay. It's fine. Um, I if if we're sacrificing, well, they're going to put Bad Batch on first, and then we're going to have to get Obi Wan down the line. That's what I go. Oh man, just put bad batch down the line and put and put obi-wan out first but if they do it this way and they put bad batch out a little because i can't remember who i was talking i was talking to justin kroll over at deadline who's going to be on the show on big and on, on big thing and what he had said you can run certain there's certain shows that what disney won't do is you're never going to see like a marvel show and a disney show i mean excuse me in a star wars show running at the same time like Moon Knight is going to wait for Boba to finish before it starts airing. And then Obi-Wan will obviously wait for Moon Knight before it starts airing. Yeah. Um, but there is, I don't, there are certain shows, whether it's Mighty Ducks or whatever it might be, that could still, in that are brand new shows that can air at the same time. I think Bad Batch is one of those shows that could air, like you could put Bad Batch on while Moon Knight's still on. You could, yeah. say, like no one's, it's not the same thing. I yeah. hope. Yeah, go ahead, sir. It's just the animated is cheaper to produce and make anyway, oh. so they wouldn't be making a huge business decision if they wanted to run it at the same time as a live action, no, especially in also, a separate property. Yeah, and it's also to appease, you know, uh, Filoni and, and the crew, and they're telling the story. Maybe maybe it does, like, lead up to certain things, how all this stuff is Clone Wars, Rebels, Bad Batch, uh, Mandalorian, Boba Fett, Ahsoka. They're all part of this sh new shared universe that 
and it and it's even clear like when we have a scene like we do at the end of this episode where you're clearly playing the music and you're teasing it it is a it is an interesting choice though if it's not din that they hire at least one of the people they hire or ask him to come in why'd they play his music yeah that wouldn't make any sense right like why would you play the music like what kind of what what's the point of that tease yeah, I, I think they have to be connected or it's like some sort of fake out to some, like a character that we've seen in the Mandalorian at least. Could be, but I mean that's so recognizable with him now. That yeah. it's like it's like why I don't know. Like but but I just checked someone wrote on the um on the thing I did this morning, episode 5 is going to be wild. It, it 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 does seem like they're they're gearing up towards that. It does. Yeah. Now, who, who directed this one, Steph? um michael i think it's the mortal combat combat guy right yes i yeah. i was looking for his name i can't find it under... did a great job did a great job i agree some of the yeah. shots were so sick because you could i mean like i always when i'm watching these i'm like which one was shot on the real 40 or the real yeah. screen and then which one was real and the, like it's so hard to know with these it's so well done like some of my favorite shots i think like this is a cooler look to me than a lot of what we saw in the Mandalorian, even though I prefer the Mandalorian as a show so far more. Same. Um, but I thought that this was definitely the most, you got the most goodies in this one. And as I was mm -hmm. talking it out, I said, I think this is probably the best episode so far. Yeah. Um, and there's nothing against the other, the other episodes, as far as the direction of both um, of all, uh, I can't remember the woman's name who directed episode two, but Robert Rodriguez, her um was it stephanie i can't remember oh yeah steph steph green yes so she was i thought did a great job and before this one it was the best episode I th and um i just think that what he was able to do and even the stuff that i didn't like about this episode was kind of stuff that he was given right he was given the look of these uh, of of the the way that the the, the additioned because someone someone made some point recently on one of the videos of like additions to the humans and the cyborgs thing has always been a part of Star Wars. I agree. I mean, whether it's Bespin or of course, it's just a matter of how jarring does it look? Like, and I always said, even with Last Jedi, when you walk into Canto Bite, like none of that stuff seems like anything consistent. And JJ Abrams did the same thing. Like some of the aliens and stuff that he brought in, it didn't look consistent. Everything Mandalorian to me, Mandalorian didn't really do that and some people will argue like well bill burr and his and the way that he talked in the kind of boston accent that was a little too modern i don't know that one, that's that still one, like a uh bother me. yeah like a human which we've seen in the universe yeah. many times before and also we've heard so many different types of accents yeah um, it makes sense it's also it's kevin tan Charoen, tan Charoen is the director. director yeah he was great he did a great job i thought I he was agree. i thought it was a really good and uh, now we got, I think, Bryce Dallas Howard. No, mm -hmm. no, no, no. Filoni's for the next one. Filoni's the next one. Oh, and then Bryce? I think Bryce is seven. I think what they said is Filoni's supposed to do six. Bryce is doing seven. And then Rodriguez. I'm okay. I'm hoping Robert Rodriguez. People, I'm not going to do, I'm not going to get on the the train of Robert Rodriguez isn't right for Star Wars. I don't think that's, I don't think that's accurate. People, I saw a lot of people saying that because I think one of his episode of Mandalorian was one of the best episodes of Mandalorian yeah, season two. One of my favorite. Yeah, I think it was great. Of so all I just the seasons. I just hope we get away from that kind of modern spy kids Power Rangers crap that he did for the finale because that's gonna be that's gonna be a bummer if we if we're able to set up what 
because the, and and again going hammering down my point of why television is so much better for star wars than film because look at the people like last week if you go through the comments on this channel i mean excuse me on on this video the video that i did there's so much discourse there's so much people that are saying oh man this show's better go it's got to go somewhere what's going on with this thing what they do to boba blah 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 and there's some people that are still on that page but i saw a lot of people turn around from one week one week and say myself included saying inside of the conversation all right there you go those are answering the questions but they're not stewing in their thoughts for two or three years waiting for another one and like like they did from from one movie to the next movie you're like okay i didn't like that movie now i get oh i don't know if i'm done with star wars but two three years i hated the last one blah blah as opposed to all right it was one week ago let's see if they got better because had this episode not delivered though two weeks in a row it would have they, they would have lost some, some more people like that definitely because i have a lot of people i know who like were watching at 12 a.m if they're west coast when it premiered or early in the morning who are now waiting like a day like they haven't seen it yeah. yet they're gonna watch it tonight or whenever it feels right because it's not like they're not like so excited to see yeah. what happens right. next right do you know what i what i did last night i i was watching i finished arcane last night I finished. Um, oh, I the, can't wait! I finished. The, <laughs> I I blew through it. I blew through it. Finished, finished the the final episode last night, and was sitting on my couch, just like, wow, what did I just like? I'm trying to like, it affects you. Like, it's it's one of those shows that just affects you, and so I'm I'm taking it all in, and then I I was like, okay, I got 15 minutes before Mandal Mandalorian before Boba Fett debuts, and then I woke up, I fell asleep. I, I fell asleep on the couch and I woke up and I'm like, all right. And I turned it on and I got to the back to tank and I went, I'm going back to sleep. I'll watch it. <laughs> and, I, and I watched it in the morning. It, and it's nothing to do with Boba Fett. Is that nothing to do? I was just too tired. As it could have been anything. Christian, been... sometimes you and I do the most similar things. I was on my couch, wait, watching something. I forget yeah. what I was watching. And then I fell asleep. I fell asleep at like 11 15, woke up at like 12 15. But then I finished the episode. Yeah. Okay. See, I I didn't I I couldn't finish it. I was like, and it had nothing to do with the show itself. It's like it was just a matter well, of sometimes when you're like, ready I was too for tired. Yeah. I was too tired, and I was like, you know what? I'm not going to give this thing the attention I need to. So this morning, after like two cups of coffee, watching it, I was like, all right, now now I'm ready to rock, and and I did, and I made myself a, an egg sandwich. Ooh. Yeah. I, I can cook some eggs. I'm pretty good what, at that. What was in it? Some olive. Was egg whites and oh, nice. uh, what I what I do is I do like a I do three I do three eggs. Do okay. one one egg yolk, rest of it, you know, in egg whites, and then they put it in. I put it in the toast. Put a little parsley in it, a little bit of pepper, and you're good mm. to go. Good Sounds to go. fire. Yeah. Um. What else we got to talk about as far as this show goes? I don't really. Did we miss anything? Not really, right? No, I think we covered everything. I think so too. I want to see if there's anything else to if there's anything in the news. Yeah, I. Advantage. I think that I I trust Robert Rodriguez. I loved the Pentultimate episode he did in Mandalorian. I think that he's a great director. I think that it's every great director wants to have a certain vibe that's attached to their, a lot of them want to have a certain look or vibe. And I think that unfortunately, even though Spy Kids was like a massive massive success and like a lot of people like Delita. that's a very specific cyberpunk yeah. brand yeah. and yep. it's like i that's dope that that's what robert rodriguez does unfortunately it's not really meshing so i no. hope that it's kind of veers away from that in the net in the final episodes 
Yeah, well, speaking of the final episode, I want to read, um, before we go, there's a quote by Ming-Na that, that she, that was really good here. And I think, I don't know if you've seen this yet, Steph, but it's talking about the finale itself. And I'm going to bring this quote up so everybody can see it. Um, okay, before I do that, let's make sure, where is the stupid thing? There it is. I'm gonna. This is again a report from Star Wars Newsnet. Where if you don't get your news from Star Wars Newsnet, you, you really should. Everything that they have going on, it uh, it's it's just an amazing site. Our buddy Miguel Fernandez is over there. This is Grant Davis. The Book of Boba Fett co-star Ming Na Wen has suggested that by the end of the seventh episode, fans will be looking at the series in a different light. Talking to Radio Times, Wen explained the story for the Book of Boba Fett that it has an abundance of unexpected elements to its main story that won't become fully apparent until the last episode, with each entry inducing new elements to the story. Here is what she said. I really hope they want to go back and see the whole thing over again in a different light after, you know, knowing how these things have... I'm so careful with my words here, how, how things have evolved and all these other elements that have come into play. Dave Filoni and John Favreau, they know how to set up the pieces and make moves that you won't even know are coming. And then suddenly it's like, claps her hands together check me we're waiting for that hit and not just until the very last episode like each and every episode there's new moves and new elements that come into play that hopefully will surprise the fans i know that it surprised me um oh, that's cool there is and sometimes but this is what they have to be careful of doing a lot of times the actors whether it's on this show or or any other show whether it's wandavision the actors have to be careful with trying to hype the fans up too much. Yeah. Right? Because they were, I think in WandaVision, they were, they were teasing a big cameo and it was Paul Bettany being cute saying there's a massive cameo at the end. And it was him, you know, um, as, as vision or, or, or somebody else, the other vision. Um, and, he, and the same thing where Robert Rodriguez is like his episode, every episode is like this, that big Uber reveal. None of the episodes Robert Rodriguez did so far were like, holy crap like this episode had a few kind of fun moments like that but tamora morrison said see this is what i'm this this is why maybe i i might maybe i get hopeful that my that my uh my prediction is going to happen because tamora morrison told fans that they should prepare to cry as the story plans out so it's possible that the series has gone into such depths to humanize a quiet character best known for his brutality to a level that we really feel for him by the time the story is over like she says we'll have to watch the the show and watch where our anti-hero's journey takes him and his allies. Allies. I don't know if you can call him an anti-hero anymore. I think he's pretty much a hero. The first three episodes of Book of Boba Fett is now streaming. This is before the fourth one, with the remaining four debuting on Wednesdays. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Okay. So if uh, unlikely scenario is that Fennec turns on him, kills him, takes over, it would be that's the water cooler moment. If they do it, at the end and they're like and you're like wow they actually did it she turned on him and she because after the after setting it was nobody a lot of the fans writing the comments in this are saying no he, she can't turn on him too loyal you know that's 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 kind of what that's the whole point is that they want you to get so invested in the fact that that she's not going to do it that when she finally does it and i'm i'm leaning i'm leaning 70 percent that she doesn't to the 30 that she does but Man, would it be great if they did that 30? Yeah. Oh my god, it would kill me, but it would yeah. be a, a really spicy finale. Yeah, I think that they I agree. They have to be careful of not making people too excited. And on the flip side of that, if what they're saying is true, creators have to be careful that you just can't like just because you're Star Wars, you are gonna get the viewership, but it's kind of 
stupid to just trust that, oh, the finale will make everything worth it. Right. And if you do have to rewatch it through that light, that's fun. But it's also like, I wish it hit hard consistently then. And then you found a way to vote. But who knows if, if the next two episodes are like this one, right. then they're they're fine. Then it, it could be a I great agree. show. Yeah, I agree. I think you got to eat the, the I, I'm just hoping that what they do is it just seemed like in that first episode, couple of modern things that didn't fit. Nothing really can change. You gave the the mayor's guy a, no accent or no subtitles and it just whatever. What are you going to do? And the second episode, you just had the baseball cap guy. Small moment. What are you going to do? Third one. The problem was there's so much inconsistency with tone and all that. And in, briefly in this one. I'm expecting it in five. I just hope more so that it's like, I again, 85% that I like with a 15% or maybe next week, 10% that I don't, but like stepping it up, you got to set this war up though. That's yeah. got to be set up next. The yeah. war's got to be set up. A hundred percent. And yeah. I think more deaths. <laughs> yeah. Eventually. Yeah. And um, the idea that now that the Wookiee's involved, he's got the Wookiee, he's got the pigs, he's got Fennec, he's got the he's got the Power the Rangers. Rangers. So and now you know if you get if you get whether it's Din or who, whoever else, yeah. and bring in some more people in. I, I think not just him though. I think bring in some more some more people. I'd love to see some of the Bosk come in. You know, you get some you get some get some people hire some bounty hunters. Yeah, you know, they they're gonna they'll they'll do the job for you. Hire, hire some bounty hunters. You want to get some hire some mercs to to fight to fight your war with you. Why not? Mm-hmm. You know the the pikes the pikes are pricks. Yeah, I want him to get all the bounty. I want there to be a bounty hunter gang. Yeah, that just like makes their own rules. That's right. All right, <laughs> listen. That's the that's the uh, that's the episode. That's myself and stuff. Mike Mike didn't make it, but that's on me today because I I had scheduled I had scheduled it early and the mic had to do something, so it, it was it was definitely my fault that we didn't have Mike on today. He'll be back next week for sure. Um, but that's it, man. Make sure you comment if you didn't already do this. Please subscribe to the channel. Uh, subscribe to the channel, and I'll even show you what it looks like. There you go. Show a little class. Oh. Show just a little class and and subscribe. Show a lot of class and hit that notification button. That's what we need you to do. And as I mentioned, this has nothing to do with you. But go ahead and subscribe to the podcast on Big Thing um, if you haven't done that already. But but Sith is available on podcast form as well. All right, Steph, we did it. We made it did happen. It. Uh, we'll be back next week and comment. We answer comments back. Well, who I I answer comments back, and then we'll uh, we'll we'll talk to you next week. All right, everybody. Peace out. I can 